0: Welcome to Sexual Confidence on Tap with Shannon Etheridge and friends. Here is my friend, Michelle Wood. Hey, Michelle. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) girl. Caught
1: me in a mood today. Yeah, are you in a mood? What's got you in a mood? I don't know. Well, we just literally two days ago, we had Trader Joe's open up. In our town for the first time? For the first time. Oh, that store will change your life. Isn't that crazy? Well, yesterday we went and we got cookie butter, which
0: I've heard is
1: straight (laughs) from the Lord. And on our like
0: that biscoff cookie butter? No. No. You know the biscoff cookies they give you on airplanes? They have biscoff cookie butter. Oh, at Trader Joe's? I don't know if it's at Trader Joe's or not, but
1: no, this is at Trader Joe's. It's like a jar of peanut butter. But it says cookie butter, which everyone's always talked about. So, yesterday we went for the first time and we got some cookie butter. And right before our episode, I may have had a spoonful. And so, I don't know. I just feel giddy and a little sugar rush. And you only had uh, one spoonful? I did. I I told myself I was practicing portion control (laughs) so I'll have one before and I'll have one after this now (laughs) while
0: you were at Trader Joe's did you pick up some medjool dates (laughs) no no I didn't weren't those bacon wrap dates that we had at the couples at the well workshop amazing
1: yeah Shannon has dates at her house which I tried for the first time in my whole 36 years and they were amazing I'm
0: all about dates.
1: But then the next day you wrapped them in bacon and <laughs> like, baked them.
0: One great so. though, and wrap them in <laughs> another great. I'm pretty sure that dates are mentioned in Song of Solomon as like a, an aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac?
1: right? Well, if it's that or oysters, I'd rather dates. Oh, oh, are yeah. oysters sexual?
0: <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Are supposed to be. I, but, I've heard that there's something in them that mm-mm. is good for your libido. But yeah, yeah I can't no go thanks. there. Can't mm. even handle it. Mm-mm. So but dates. I can. I can eat my weight yeah? in dates. Okay. Okay. So speaking of Song of Solomon and dates and aphrodisiacs. So last time we went pretty deep into the yeah. whole theological conversation. I thought that it might be good for us to come up for air.
1: And breathe a little.
0: Yeah, breathe a little. (laughs) Have Shannon step down off of her soapbox and take a breath. Yeah. So Uh,
1: from divine to ridiculous.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. That's a really great segue, Michelle. Perfect. There you go. So we're going to go from the divine to the ridiculous. Okay. In today's episode, I thought that it would be a good conversation, a beneficial conversation, especially for women. Uh, Even though I hope that men will listen too, just so they can develop empathy for a woman's plight. Yeah,
1: men, don't turn it off.
0: Yeah, Uh, because she needs your empathy on this one. All right, so I think it is ridiculous what a woman's body goes through sexually and emotionally postpartum, Mm. and it does such a number on your (laughs) sex life. (laughs) (laughs) It does a few things to your sex life yeah so did were you able to deliver vaginally or did you have a c-section unfortunately i had to deliver vaginally
1: i was in labor for 30 hours and hoped that i could have a c-section
0: but we kept on trucking 30
1: hours yes it
0: was torture so I'm sure awful. that the last thing on your mind once Brody was delivered was how fast am I going to be able to have sex again? Yeah. When you have a three
1: inch tear from front to back, <gasps> the last thing you need oh. is anything inside you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, gosh. I mean, I yeah. thought having an episiotomy was bad enough, oh, but a te- I, no. I understand that a tear yeah. is so much worse than a cut. Yeah. yeah. It was so awful. Yeah, it really was. And you're like getting all lightheaded. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, done. Yeah, done. Greg, Greg actually passed out with the epidural.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, okay. just the <laughs> needle going
0: into my spine was enough to send him over the yeah. edge.
1: So he couldn't watch the rest, uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, it does change a lot of things.
0: Yeah. The mental
1: aspect of it, of what it does to you, it's, it's hard. The insecurities. It, it, it,
0: that rise up absolutely i i remember being shocked i don't know what i thought it was gonna be like i just remember being shocked immediately after birth that like looking down below my breasts (laughs) between my hip bones there was just like this ocean (laughs) of loose stomach (laughs) yes it just was like literally waving around (laughs) Like when they say ocean waves, it like, it literally looked like it was waving at me. Hello. Look at all this loose skin.
1: Yeah. And that didn't stop at the stomach. I mean, it keeps on trucking down.
0: Yeah. 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 And it's all bad. Even after my stomach got relatively back to normal, I had stretch marks the size of the Grand Canyon Mm
1: -hmm. because I
0: didn't do that rub cocoa butter all over your belly the whole time i was pregnant does that really I like, work i don't that, know yeah uh, i don't
1: yeah. either i think I you're destined to have stretch marks you're just gonna have them
0: and i remember i could the be doc- wrong yeah i remember the doctor saying now you uh you should be able to resume your normal sex life after six weeks the first time that mm-hmm. his penis went back inside my vagina yeah. I thought I was going to hit the roof, and I'm not talking about pleasure, girl. <laughs> not a good thing. I'm talking about overwhelming, but like that hurt worse than the first time I ever had sex. Well, how does it go from so loose,
1: big, and stretched open, out, to like you feel like they sewed it up? Yeah,
0: tighter than a rubber band around oh, your finger, ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. I know. I'm
1: with you on that, though. Yeah.
0: Same with me. And there's been some collateral damage that lasted long after, you know, that. I, I think that a woman's bladder is never the same. The same. After <laughs> childbirth. And when you're making love and it's like, oh, excuse me, I have to go pee. Yeah. guess that's sexy. <laughs> that is, that is not aphrodisiac language that's not foreplay let me go <laughs> let me go empty my bladder but it's an important step of the process so having all these any others that you want to add to the ridiculousness of what childbirth does to a woman's body obviously the body changes your boobs are huge which that i like that i didn't mind that <laughs> yeah,
1: the titty fairy comes yeah, the titty fairy came <laughs> and didn't leave for well i don't know if he, she's ever left um but <laughs> But yeah, so your boobs change. Mm-hmm. your hips feel everything different. just feels wider.
0: Your hormones are different a disaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, in yeah. our conversation about boobs uh, a couple episodes ago, yeah, I don't know that we mentioned this, but the reason that breastfeeding is so healthy for you is because when your baby is suckling at your nipple, it actually causes contractions in your vaginal canal your that uterus. helps your uterus. It helps it return to normal size. And oh. that's why, so there's a connection between nipple mm-hmm. and, va- and vagina. <laughs> and um, so that's why nipple stimulation is actually great for sexual arousal when you get to that point. But yeah, yes. postpartum, first several weeks, maybe even first few months, um, that that's, mm, that that's that's a rough season but there are some women who tell me that they never got their sexual groove back after childbirth Mm. and that grieves me and so i want to introduce you to a lady that i met through a mutual friend Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i was doing a speaking and writing conference up in grand rapids and one of the ladies who had an appointment scheduled with me for like this 15 minute let me tell you who i am and cast my vision and tell you what i write and speak about she had me at hello When she told me that she is a pelvic floor specialist. And I'm like, what does that even mean? I didn't know that you could specialize in pelvic (laughs) floorness. And so she explained that um, she's affiliated with this organization called Mutu Systems. And so the lady who developed it, her name is Wendy. And it, M-U-T-U stands for mummy tummy, and because they say mummy, not mommy in Europe. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, right. so MUTU system is basically uh, a program that Wendy designed to help women restore the resiliency and the strength and the elasticity of their pelvic floor and all those surrounding regions, and helping her become a more sexually confident wife is kind of the goal. Not to mention help her control her bladder and help her posture and you know mm-hmm. overall vitality and all that kind of stuff. When I met Ashley Gammon, it was like, I really want to have you on the show. Yeah, I just thought this is really helpful information to share with sexual confidence on tap listeners because I think that a woman does struggle with sexual confidence because mm-hmm. of the impact that having a baby has on her body and men, I want you to always, always Like be willing to rub her tummy and tell her how grateful Mm -hmm. you are for those stretch marks, rub Mm -hmm. her back and tell her how grateful you are for those hips that brought your children into the world. Mm -hmm. Never belittle her for needing to go pee. Never laugh at her too long or too hard for peeing her pants when jumping on the trampoline. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) that is never the same.
1: (laughs) It is super sweet. I never had a baby with Brian. Um, Now Brody's dad, Jason was, was very sweet. And I think about Brian though, being, uh, having a baby with him and thinking of how sweet he would be, you know, just all those insecurities that are wrapped up in your body afterwards and during Mm -hmm. and um, it's a very
0: bonding thing to have a baby with another human being but even though you have that fierce emotional bond getting back in the sexual groove with that same being can be hugely challenging
1: especially if that being is next to you (laughs) next to your bed your focus clearly shifts completely yeah this little person
0: and for those men who were actually in the labor and delivery room, sometimes that trauma of watching
1: mm-hmm. her
0: vagina morph <laughs> into this big baby-making machine that cranked out that big blob of tissue called my son or my daughter, yeah. it, it can be hard to look at that as a sex machine again. <laughs> but this is life grow up (laughs) get a pair put on your big boy boxer and realize that she needs to feel sexy with you again she does yeah and so the trauma of childbirth should not last forever and it certainly shouldn't put a permanent dent or ding in your sex life although it may be a while before you get back in the groove but i hope that what wendy shares with us will be incentive to uh, make your sex off a priority again and to catch the vision that just because there's been some collateral damage from your childbirthing experiences doesn't mean that you have to stay broken. So here we go. Let's let Wendy and Shannon take it away.
1: I guess I'll let her, I guess.
0: <laughs> You're still my one and only. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey ladies, let me ask a few bold questions. What would it look like for you to become a sexually confident woman? Someone who loves touching and being touched with no guilt, shame, or inhibition. Are you ready to experience the kind of deep inner healing that could make that possible? Would you like to experience a passion for your husband like you've never had before? Or if single, would you like to make peace with your past and attract a truly healthy partner? If these questions pique your interest, then consider attending a Woman at the Well workshop. With our very own Shannon Etheridge, yay! Author of 22 books and relationship coach extraordinaire. Learn more by going to Shannonethridge.com and clicking the workshops link. Each four-day intensive is limited to 8 to 10 pre-screened participants, so act now and reserve your spot today. So, today
0: we have a guest that I'm just now getting acquainted with her the way that you are. Uh, We've been introduced to a mutual friend that I met at a speakers conference. And uh, when I heard about their Mewtwo systems, which Wendy is going to explain more about in a moment, I was absolutely fascinated because I thought every woman that I know that's ever gone through any of my workshops would be interested in this concept of strengthening your pelvic floor and um, feeling more sexually confident about your body. And who of us doesn't want to have total control over our bladder and our bowels as we grow older? I know that that doesn't sound like a very sexy topic, but I promise you, you'll be glad you had this conversation or heard our conversation when you're in your 20s or 30s or 40s so that by the time you get to be in your 70s or 80s or 90s, it will have made a huge difference in your life. So Wendy, thank you for making the time to be on our podcast today. Thank you so much for
3: having me, Shannon.
0: So tell me a little bit about what you've created. You said that you you, you launched this nine years ago?
3: Yeah, yeah. Moodoo System's been around a while now. Moodoo um, System is a medically acclaimed and recommended program to restore pelvic floor and core strength post-childbirth. And when I say post-childbirth, I mean any time post-childbirth. I was going to say, you're so, not talking yeah. about six
0: months postpartum. No, no,
3: no, no, no. Like, uh, well, it can be, be but it's four it...
0: years old. And I think I can benefit from your program. <laughs>
3: Totally. Totally can. So the, the Moosey system is for every woman who has ever carried a baby, literally. It's like it doesn't matter if you had your baby six weeks or six months ago, or if, like you say, your, your kids are 20, if you're a grandma. Um, it is all about restoring and getting confidence and strength in a core and a pelvic floor that looks and feels and functions the way you want it to. So that means that you have confidence in your body, as you say, sexual confidence in your body, confidence that you're not going to leak, that you're not going to pee yourself when you sneeze or when you laugh. Too hard, or when you jump, um, often if it's- Many moms, if you suggest they go on a trampoline with their kids, they're going to get a fairly swift. <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: that reaction. Yeah. a gush down the leg. <laughs> exactly, uh-huh.
3: exactly. Uh-huh. So as as we know, these symptoms don't go away in the whatever we define as the postpartum period. They hang around a long time, and they're not going to change unless we address them. So that's what Moody System does. So I'm a specialist in core and pelvic floor health um, in women's health. My background's in personal training, and then specialising in pre and postnatal fitness, um, I work very closely with physical therapists, sex therapists, um, biomechanics, everybody dealing with that area of our body that unfortunately many fit mainstream fitness instructors or class instructors don't really understand how to address.
0: Right. I was going to say, I have worked Mm -hmm. with a lot of personal trainers through the years, but nobody has ever said, let's focus on your pelvic floor. I could remember hearing maybe on Oprah that, well, every time you stop at a stoplight, try to remember to do your kegels. And I have to be honest, I've probably done more kegels in the two minutes talking to you than I have my entire life. You probably bring that (laughs) out. in a lot of people, oh yeah. Talking to Wendy reminds me, do my kegels. So what does the system look like? How do you help women regain control over this part of their body?
3: So where the place we start Shannon is reconnection because what I discovered when I, so I had my babies, um, in 2005 and 2007. So they're like 12 and 14 now. And before I had them, I was already a, um, a a specialist personal trainer. I was specialized certified in in pre and postnatal. But what I found out when I had my own babies was that everything that I'd been taught to teach, that I knew I was experiencing frustration from my personal training clients because it didn't seem to be enough you know i was teaching what i've been taught to teach but they were dealing with the same issues um they had a tummy that still looked pregnant um often often this is a result of a condition called diastasis recti which is when the abdominal muscles part in the middle they split diastasis recti a weak pelvic floor leaking um just not feeling confident painful sex hernia prolapse all of these issues um and so I, my own birth experiences involved quite dramatic postpartum hemorrhage and a massive blood loss and a big recovery period afterwards. And that was a time for me when I felt as much as even putting all the physical recovery required aside, I felt let down by my body. I felt betrayed betrayed. by my body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, it had not performed this, was, nothing about this process had felt intuitive or natural or instinctive or all those things that, you know, we're supposed to, we supposed to find in childbirth. And, and I didn't feel those things. I felt utterly betrayed by it. And what I discovered in that period of, of working with clients, working on myself, post that period and adding to my fitness and and recovery knowledge was that there was something missing from everything that I've been taught. And it was this connection because we, we shut off, don't we? We, we shut down from the parts of our body that we don't like. Mm -hmm. And when, Mm -hmm. when everything sort of down there is not responding how we want it to, it doesn't feel like we want it to maybe not even functioning like we want it to, and possibly even hurting, causing us pain. When that's happening, we don't, want to connect because we don't feel good about it and it's like i often make the comparison with when we go for our pap smear at the, with the doctor or the nurse and and you kind of you might shut down for a minute or two and go to your happy place it's not a great place to be but you've got to be there for a while that's fine now that's one thing to do for a few moments when you're just sort of um going through a, a medical process but when we are doing this for weeks and months and years getting it's undressed in the style. Exactly, Mm -hmm. we're getting undressed in the dark, we don't look at ourselves naked, we're not feeling good about our bodies. Then, what I discovered kind of the secret source of Mutu, if you like, is that we have to make that reconnection first. We cannot strengthen what we've lost connection with. So, the first stages of the video work that we and, and Mutu system is a digital platform, so you follow beautiful videos online and Literally, I talk you through breath by breath this, this reconnection work to get reconnected with your core and your pelvic floor to find those muscles again so that you can then go forward and learn to restore and strengthen them. So that's kind of where it all starts. And we go through these stages of core and pelvic floor exercises and breathing work. And then we ramp that up with some more intensive work as well for strengthening and toning and, and getting fitter. So it literally takes you from kind of where, you, where you're feeling disconnected completely right through a, a, a sort of complete recovery and, and, and fitness journey.
0: I can envision so many women who would benefit from this.
3: And I, I'm probably thinking of a group that you
0: uh, maybe haven't thought of before, but I think that women who are raised in really religious legalistic homes and are taught that that part down there is so you know unmentionable and there's just a lot of shame around it. So when you talk about they're not even in touch with their feelings yes. down there and they're disconnected from it, I think that there's a lot of women who even before they go into childbirth, even before they get pregnant, even before they get married or before they become sexually active, they're already disconnected from that area. So I can see how that would just become more and more of a problem over time. And so tell me what kind of impact it has on a woman's sex life when she implements these principles and and gets back in touch with her pelvic floor and strengthens these muscles and starts feeling good again.
3: Absolutely. Well, I mean, if we start from the point of view or from a place of, of, of not feeling good about ourselves when dealing with suffering, sexual pain, postpartum, even a long time postpartum, that they may or may not be even sharing with their partner. So then you you end up in a situation where, um, where intimacy is being um, tolerated, intimacy is being um, sort of something that you just get through, which is clearly not going to be healthy in any, in any relationship. So it's, what we have is, we very often think of exercises such as kegels you said like you know do my kegels squeeze 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 kind of thing um but often i think we don't make that connection between the physical and the emotional health um if if we are uncomfortable either literally in pain, uncomfortable, or not feeling good, uncomfortable, or both in intimate situations, then, then that pelvic health is affecting our mental health. It's more than just some muscles that you need to exercise in a gym. It's more than, oh, I'd like my arms to look a bit more toned. So I'll do some more tricep dips. You know, this isn't, this isn't just a, a an isolated muscular issue to, to solve or an aesthetic to change. Right, And
0: it's, it's not a vain thing. This is exactly. not about just wanting to look better.
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, so unpack, like what all does the pelvic floor control? Like I would imagine that it's all kinds of back and abdomen and hips and that it's more than just controlling your bladder.
3: You're exactly right, Shannon. You're exactly right. So our core consists of literally your whole midsection. If you imagine your pelvic floor is the, is the bottom of your of your core, and then the top of it is your diaphragm, so under the rib cage. And the core is everything in between, everything that wraps around. So it's all of your abdominal muscles. So we have, uh, if you imagine the, the six-pack muscle, down the front, which is the, the rectus muscle, that's the one that parts if we have a diastasis, which is very, very common to have the, that. That's when the abdominal muscle um, uh, separates in order to make room for our growing baby and doesn't always go right. back together again. Okay. okay. Um, we've got our oblique muscles, internal and external, and then our deepest core muscle, our transverse abdominis. So we've got all these layers of abdominal muscles going around our our midsection. And then we've got the pelvic floor at the bottom. Now this whole structure is completely integrated. It works together. Um, And this is something that, that you learn when you start to connect with those muscles is that when you work the deep abs, correctly you feel it in your pelvic floor and vice versa so with the pelvic floor as you said obviously your your pelvic floor is responsible for or should be responsible for controlling the flow of 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 urine or feces that's essential it's also responsible for for giving us orgasms if our if our pelvic floor doesn't work that's not working either so it's all of those things. And one, a really important thing that I would love um, to, to say with regards to pelvic floor is very often we think of Kegels and we think of a squeeze. Yeah. That's kind of what we've been taught to squeeze, like you're trying not to, to pee. Right. Um, but often it's, it's even more important as important, if not even more important that we learn to release those muscles as well, mm-hmm. because a hypertonic carry stress there. We so do. We carry stress and tension and trauma and fear and all of all of those emotions we are storing that. So very often um, related to, for example, painful sex can very often be related to a hypertonic. That means too tight pelvic floor. Um, And so the release phase of a pelvic floor exercise is the often not discussed, but incredibly important um, part of that process. So it's not all about the squeeze. It's not all about tight, tight, tight. It's about a muscle that can work through its full range of motion in order to be, to be effective.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I remember when I was going through one of the most traumatic seasons of my life several years ago and how locked up my hips and back felt I didn't even think about the fact that that includes my pelvic floor but certainly that's the region and also I work with a lot of clients who they've been sexually abused in their past or there's been some sort of sexual trauma and they can't relax and and intercourse hurts and, uh, you know, they've been diagnosed with vaginismus or, you know, just the painful contractions. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the way that I understand it, it's kind of like if somebody's going to poke you in the eye, your eye automatically clenches up to protect your eye. And so it's like a psychosomatic response that they feel the need to protect themselves. So that pelvic floor cinches up. So you're telling me that your program would also help them get in touch with that muscle to teach it, not just how to contract better and be stronger, but how to relax better and Absolutely. be more open to productive intercourse?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. And as well as productive intercourse, it needs to work for those other functions we talked about, like holding stuff in that's supposed to be held in until you want to let it go. Um, again, a muscle cannot work if it's permanently on tight. And, that, and that's the way to, that's a sort of easy way to visualize it, if you like. And if our, if a muscle is, is switched on the whole time, then when you need it, it's got nowhere to go. It's got no way to work, so that that's what what is often associated with with a type of incontinence called urge incontinence, which is when you suddenly have to go and you've got like no time. And many women will identify with that. You kind of you put the key in the door and I got to go now, and that's because everything is the muscle cannot work. It has to have a full range of motion. And for uh, absolutely, as you say, for um, for pleasurable and comfortable and pain-free sex, we have to be, uh, for penetrative sex, we absolutely have to have muscles that can work through that full range of motion that they can fully release and relax every bit as much as they can contract.
0: Wow. So I think that your sales just tripled um, <laughs> from the listeners who are like, what? You would help me have painless sex? And, and also I've talked to so many husbands who were like, I don't want to hurt her. That's the last thing I want to do. And I don't want to feel as if I'm raping my wife. So basically the pelvic floor is the culprit in this Whole dilemma
3: well what's it's not always and obviously you know if, if you're suffering with painful sex I would say that the the most important um, medical professional that you go see is a pelvic floor physiotherapist or women's okay. health specialist okay so that that and we have resources to do that on our website but what I'm absolutely saying is that muotu system is recommended by these professionals um, and is is very much seen as, as complementary to to any care that you might be getting specifically around issues um, uh, around the pelvic floor but also for the first, for for many many women that it's it's it works alone it's what you need yes so it's about relaxation and rela- and releasing as much as it's about contracting but it's also important to remember that the pelvic floor like any muscle in our body we often address muscles in isolation we kind of think okay the problem is there so that's the one i need to contract release whatever pelvic floor as i said is part of our core okay so it, that, that related to the way to our alignment by alignment i mean the way our body is stacked on itself the way we sit and, and right. walk the stand, shoes we posture. wear stand mm-hmm. all of those things and these are all issues that we address in moody system because if our if our body is not in the best in the most optimal position to work then strengthening it in that non-optimal position is not going to help it to work if that makes sense yeah so if we're doing exercises in 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 poor or non-optimal alignment then we're not giving our muscles the best chance to actually restore and strengthen so we so the pelvic floor is is super important in all of these things but it's important to remember that the pelvic floor is part of a a very complex system of muscles and, and and fascia, which is our core, which is literally our entire midsection. It's so important. It, it's what stabilizes us, keeps us strong, keeps us keeps us, um, and has all of those other functions. Our core literally houses all of our most important organs. It's a vital, vital area of our body.
0: Well, I'm just so proud of the work that you're doing because I think that there are probably 10 gyms within a five mile radius from my home. And I'll bet you a dollar that not one of them could teach a woman how to do the things that we've talked about, have pain-free sex, control her bladder and bowel functions. Uh, And I would think too, that just releasing stress because we do carry so much of our stress between our shoulders and between our hips. I would imagine that learning how to strengthen this area of her body it's just going to help her naturally relax when she feels the freedom to do so. And who of us doesn't want to feel more relaxed? And this is also a part of the body that you can't go to a masseuse and ask for them to, to work the knots out. This is exactly. something you have to work your own knots out. So Wendy, tell them a little bit more about the platform, about how they can access it. And what does MUTU stand for? M-U-T-U. What is is what is
3: that? Yeah, I'm often asked this and, and the accent has probably given away that I'm a Brit. Um, it comes from mummy tummy. M U T U from mummy tummy. Okay. So it's something, it's something, it's something that um, I, I came up with my own mom actually about ten years ago, and, and that's what it became. It became M U T U system. So yeah. And so
0: you said it's a twelve week.
3: Digital Correct. Course. So it's a digital course, um, MutuSystem.com. Basically on any social media platform, you will find us as Mutu System, all one word, M-U-T-U system, all one word, Mutu System. Um, so find us on any social media platform, MutuSystem.com is where you'll find all of the information about our program and to purchase. It's a $147 program. It's a 12 module program, so it can be completed in a minimum of 12 weeks, but we encourage women to take as long as they like. And we also... Um, give you a lot of guidance and support throughout the process of when you're ready to move on and when you might not be. So one of the most common questions I'm asked all around fitness and activity is when am I ready to uh, run CrossFit um, dance, whatever it might be. And, what we teach you in Moodsy System is how to read those signals for yourself and how to understand exactly um, sort of when your body is ready to read the signals that your body's telling you. Um, you get lifetime access to the program. So once you're in, you're in. And we have an amazing forum. Um, not, this isn't just this isn't a Facebook group. It's a forum within, within the membership site where you access your program. In that same place, there's a fantastic support forum where not only do you have support from the tens of thousands of women doing it with you, but also from my expert team. So answering questions in person, um, you know, little videos to help you through if you're confused about something. So we, we hold your hand throughout at Muti System.
0: Awesome. Well, again, it just sounds like a great program. So even if you haven't yet had the season of Painful intercourse, even if you were just newly married, even just thinking about getting married, I can't fathom that this wouldn't be the best season to invest in something like this. Because the best time to plant a tree is twenty years ago. The second best time is today. Don't wait until you need a program like this. Let it be preventative medicine. I think that that is always the best kind of medicine, preventative medicine. I know at fifty-one, I'm I'm in. I've yeah, I'm sold. I, I'm totally doing this, uh, and so. Yeah. Thanks so much, Wendy, for taking the time out today to educate us about our pelvic floor and the role that that might be playing in our painful sex or in our incontinence or just in our body image. Because yeah, the number one thing that holds women back in bed is poor body image. So I can't fathom that this wouldn't help women feel so much more confident. And that is what we are all about on this podcast, sexual confidence on tap. So there you go. Thanks so much, Wendy, pal. God bless you, girl. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Shannon. Good to be here. Bye-bye.
0: Well, there you go, Michelle. Uh, hopefully you feel a little bit better about my encounter with another person without you being present. Hopefully you <laughs> saw that there was value in that information. Yes.
1: <laughs> Wendy has enlightened me with just the psychology behind everything and, and how
0: all of the, your, your pelvic region, how it all works. Yeah. And it is, it is interesting how women who've experienced trauma, whether that's through childbirth or through sexual abuse or anything of that nature, that it's not just about strengthening those muscles between right. her hip bones. It really is about strengthening her mind and her spirit and her, her sense of self. And it's cool how, when you go to the system.com website, you see Wendy walking in one of the videos. Mm-hmm. She has the most amazing posture and gait and confidence. I mean, she rocks it. Like she looks <laughs> as if she is just gliding across a red carpet, oh, even wow. just strolling through a field of grass in her yoga pants. <laughs> I want to have that kind of confidence. I want to have that kind of gait. So I'll take that. yeah. So I actually signed up for the program and I'm about to dive into it now. And really? I actually asked her, would you be willing to offer our listeners a discount? And guess what? Oh,
1: cool. She yeah. said no.
0: <laughs> no she actually said yes she said yes uh, only because okay. she's trying to get you not to be mad at her for me cheating on i you. don't know
1: it's gonna take some cookie butter in the mail
0: <laughs> or at least some <laughs> dates <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so they're gonna offer a 15 percent discount on the system if you use the code shannon fifteen S H A hannon s-h-a-n-n-o-n-1-5 be sure and use that code save your 15 percent Let your friends know about this. Uh, Maybe it's something that you can do with a friend. I find that exercise type programs are always better together when you have some encouragement and some accountability. I, again, hope that the men will be very encouraging and supportive and maybe even say, honey, if this is money that you would like to spend, I want to encourage you that Mm -hmm. we we can totally make room for that because I want you to feel your best and uh, be an interested and motivated sex partner with me again. Right. And it doesn't matter whether she's six months or six years Mm -hmm. postpartum, or like me, 24 years postpartum. (laughs) (laughs) Are you
1: still wearing your maternity clothes?
0: (laughs) Heck no. I couldn't (laughs) wait to burn those babies. (laughs) It's like once I got out of them, I was never going to go back up again. I am totally done with that season of my life. But you know what? Postpartum isn't the only season that causes a woman to go through challenges with that area of her body, going through menopause type stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, All the more reason to just keep those muscles strengthened, making sure that you're, that you remain continent. Uh, Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if you don't know what I'm talking about there, I'm not talking about Asia and Europe and North America. (laughs)
1: Literally the continent.
0: I'm talking about the opposite of incontinent. For women who just want to try to maintain as much control down there as possible. I think that this is a great system. So thanks to (laughs) Wendy and Ashley for turning us on to this. And thank you listeners for tuning in for another episode of sexual confidence on tap with Shannon Etheridge and friends. We love you for listening.
1: And we thank you for tapping on us.
2: This podcast is produced by Ryan Clark at touch media. The podcast and website represent the opinions of Shannon Etheridge and Michelle Woods and their guests to the show. Content here is for informational purposes only. You can get more information at shannonethridge.com.